Shall we pray? Dear Heavenly Father, may the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. We are celebrating today Christ the King Sunday. It's also the last Sunday of the church year. And so next Sunday we will have the first Sunday of Advent as we move toward Christmas again. And today what we see in the gospel lesson is a coronation. Now we know that uh, King Charles III will have his coronation next year and it'll probably be a very grand event. He and his wife will be, he will be king and she will be queen. But here in our gospel lesson, we find Jesus being crucified, and above his cross is the king of the Jews, was, it was announced. We know he also received a crown of thorns on his head. So we discover from the very beginning here, or near at the end, that Jesus is quite a different king than any other king we have on earth ever known or will ever known. He's the king of kings. I want to share you a story of a friend who I'd run into years ago. And I saw her coming. I said, uh, well, Tracy, how are you today? And she came up close to me. She says, I am just awful. She paused for a little bit. She says, I've had so many of my friends who are hurting. My closest friend is dying of cancer. A good friend's husband just recently had a bad stroke. Another friend had a daughter who's now going through a divorce. Why? Why does God allow it to happen? I remember when my child was born, she went on to say, and he had handicaps. I cried so much in the hospital, I remember how hard it was to open up and accept what had happened. She went on to say, I went home and I knew that God was going to be with me, was with me already, and he would give me strength. I thank God for my baby being such a good boy. I thank God for my good husband who was so supportive in helping. I thank God for being with me. And I knew I could manage all of this with the presence of God. And then I broke down and I cried again. Jesus was on the cross. And the criminals were taunting him and the people were taunting him three times with various criticism and critical questions they threw at him. First, he saved others, let him save himself. If he is the Christ, the Son of God, the King of the Jews, if you are the King of the Jews, why don't you save yourself? If you are King of the Jews, why don't you save yourself from this cross? And finally, here comes the big one, the big question. If you are the king, why don't you save yourself and us from the cross and us? 
and us, save us from the cross, rings through the century and in our hearts. Jesus, if you are the visible presence of the invisible God, if you are the creator of all of the galaxy, if you are the firstborn of the dead, indeed, you should be able to save yourself from the cross. Indeed, you should be able to save us from the crosses that we bear. What kind of king is this who does not use his connections, his influences, his resources to get you and me off the cross? What kind of king is this who allows us so much immense suffering on this planet Earth? Truth be told, we as people just really want to try to avoid any form of suffering, but God does not. God does not avoid the suffering. When we get that cross put on our back, no matter what it is, we begin to ask the question, why me, Lord? Why me, God? Why did I end up having this happen to me? Isn't it kind of an interesting phenomena of us Human beings, the entire world can be suffering, and we never ask the question, why? The whole world can be in deep suffering, and we don't even ask why. But when something goes wrong with me and my family and my friends and my loved ones, when something goes wrong with my life, why me? I then asked the question again and again, why us? Why my beloved ones? Isn't, isn't the truth about human nature, the nature of love, the true nature of love is that it does not avoid the places of pain. Let me say that again. The true nature of love is not to avoid pain or the places of pain. Oh, quite a while ago, we had a children's lesson. Love children's lessons. I had, I used to do a lot of children's lessons too, and somebody told me, he says, you know, Pastor, I get more out of your children's lesson than your sermon. <laughs> what does that tell you? The children were asked a question. When you were down at the hospital, did your mom and dad avoid coming to see you? Whoa, wow, a lot of questions. And what a number of great answers we got. Lots of answers from the kids. But one of the little children said it very clearly, pretty much what all the others were saying, because... My parents come down to see me because my parents don't want me to be alone. And so it is with God. God does not want us to be alone. At our most frightening and painful moments, he's there with us. That's the way of God. God is the same 
nature, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, his love for us does not change. It is constant. God's love is always stronger than the pain, the fear of pain and the place of pain. The same is true with God. God did not stay up in heaven. I mean, he could have very much stayed up there in heaven and avoided us, but instead he chose to come down to be with us, to experience all of our joys and all of our sorrows and our pain and our death. You know, I can understand that because, because I understand moms and dads. I know how moms and dads want to be with their children while they're in pain. I don't know how many times I've gone and visited children, say, in the NICU, and the parents were there, and they wanted to be with their child. And if they could, they'd stay there all night, too. Today is Christ the King Sunday. The Lord says to you and to me, I love you. I'm with you. I will strengthen you. No matter your situation, I will be with you amidst your pain. And when you die, I will be there, and I will say to you as I did to the thief on the cross, today, this very day, you will be with me in paradise. Today is Christ the King Sunday. Amen.